Yo, check us out. Chuck D, public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking God. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, dog? This is e This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. It's your boy, DJ Paul KOL for 36 Young Busy Bone. Vice One. This your man, Matt Mine, the Hellraiser. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Uh, 
Uh, we just had the homie uh, Uncle Beats on the show from Chicago, and he was in a coma for seven days. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, yeah, he, he, you know, he was almost out of there. So, you know, one of the fortunate ones to be able to tell his story. But uh, yeah. you as an artist, though, too, on the other side of things, this has really fucked up the, you know, um, performances, shows, uh, uh, things of that nature. You know, uh, right. how do you compensate for that? Like, what do you do to get, you know what I'm saying, the same type of effect that you get from those shows? Um, really, to be honest, man, all you could do really is work the Internet. That's that's the only thing you really do. Like, I've been offered a few shows here and there, but, I've you know, I got, you know, my oldest son is 11 and my youngest twin girls, they're six, so... A lot of things I don't want to go out there and risk doing a lot of these shows because they have. I've, I've had shows come up, and even uh, some things came across the table when Rhyme Animal was moving last year. They wanted us to move around, but it was just like nah, I ain't gonna do it because I actually I got I got the coronavirus last month. What what December? But it wasn't bad. Lost my taste, my smell. My wife had it. You know we self quarantined early December. It wasn't too too bad. You know I'm a vitamin workout kind of guy. And, and doing health stuff, so we got we was able to whip it in a couple of days, and just really lost taste, smell, had a little body aches, but risking it on a bigger scale and then trying to bring it back home to my kids, just doing it that way was putting them on the other end of the house most of the time. You know what I'm saying? But trying to move around and and really make the impact that I wanted to make, that I planned to make with winning season, man. I missed them. I missed the mark with that. Men, winning season no. pretty much is an outside project. I made it to perform. I made it to, to do a lot of things, and I'm not able to do it. So so I, I'm yeah. definitely feeling that that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, man, because it's a phenomenal project. You know, we're going to play some music from it. Um, you know, you sent me some uh, uh, some bangers off of it. But this, uh, this, this uh, project has... Uh, you know, over 20-something cuts on it, man. Um, how long were you working on it, man? How long did it take you to complete it? I've been working on uh, winning season since uh, 2016. It actually, like, maybe four or five songs survived Determination Overdue and winning, and it, and it landed on winning season because overdue actually was support, was the concept of winning season and what winning season is, what overdue was initially supposed to be. But over time, all I did was just take my time with it, just record songs and put it to the side and put it um, basically what was related to the title of winning season. So I just was like, these songs are related to this, so it's going to go to winning season. And, you know, intermittently through that, I dropped other music. So winning season was something that, but really the past four years that I was piecing together for to drop it to say, I'm back, this is my arrival, I'm boxing million, this is closing out the saga of determination and overdue and bam, winning season. And that's how I kind of tried to plan it, and I guess the pandemic had another, had another plan for me. So I just went along with it and was like, because I didn't know how it was all going to turn out for the pandemic. So when, like, the last interviews we did, I didn't really even want to speak on it too much because I was trying to say, I don't know if the pandemic going to turn a corner and I'm going to just come and be like, here you go, boom, boom, boom. And it didn't go that way. So I was like, I'm not going to hold it back. I got to let it go because I'm on to some other stuff musically 
that I want to do other content, other ways I want to maneuver with music. So I, I had to get winning season out the system because it was just, it started, you know, from just leftover songs with a, with a concept. And then it went into me when that would happen to my leg and the death of my mother and everything else. So I just, with all the pain and everything, I just said, let me dump into it and say, it's time to win. I'm tired of losing, you know? And, that's what that's what came about winning season. So I said, man, let me just let it go, get it over with, and, and try to work the internet and try to get some syncs and try to get some placements, do whatever I can with it while I can with it, and move on to the next thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely, man. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, man, win, winning is is what you're about because you're a survivor. You know, like I said, the opening of the show, um, you uh, end up going to prison when you were 16, man. Uh, Tell me about that, man. What what was your life like as a you know a, a juvenile growing up in New Orleans? Man, um, really, at sixteen, really in New Orleans, at sixteen year sixteen years old, you kind of operate as if you're in your early twenties. So sixteen yeah. in New Orleans is kind of like you're grown already. Twenty twenty five is like you're an OG. So by the time Katrina hit, I pretty much was of a young OG in a sense. Like I survived a lot. So just being 16 in New Orleans, man, it's adaptation. You know what I mean? Because, you know, artistically I'm different. The way I think I'm different. But it's also about adapting to your environment and also what's hereditary to you. You know, my mom, God bless the day, my father, they were great at shielding us from our, our lineage in a sense. They're trying to keep you away from certain things that was always, uh, I don't, well, I could say hereditary are always prevalent in New Orleans. So they tried, but by the time you become a preteen and you jumped off the porch and you're seeing things, and this one's saying, I know your daddy, I know your mom, I know your uncle, I know your grandpa, I know your brothers, I know your cousins, and you start feeling like, hold up, this is what I'm supposed to be, you know? And it's just, it's just like different nuances. New Orleans is such a great place beautiful people, beautiful culture, beautiful spirit. But on the other side of a coin, it's as if it's the survival mentality of a third world country, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's very, uh, you know, just about, I want to say 75% of the people I've interviewed from New Orleans in the, in the hip-hop game have, uh, you know what I'm saying, suffered some kind of serious, whether it be losing a, a loved one, or being shot up, you know what I'm saying, getting caught up in the in the uh, prison system. It just sounds like it sounds like New Orleans is just uh it, it's just really really struggling. You know, and um how are things now? I know you don't live there now, but you I know you talk to you, you know, people and, and and everything. How are things now in New Orleans? Yeah, my baby sister uh still lives there. Yeah, she has uh three sons. Um I got all oh, a lot of my first cousins, second cousins, a lot of close friends. I try to visit as much as I want. And um, New Orleans is, it's really is, is the thing is, is this: New Orleans is an export city. New Orleans is a city built on tourism, so that's what the politics cater to. And it's also a chocolate city, and majority of the people there are disenfranchised, but they always find a way to survive. And when you look at a lot of places like that, really around the globe. And when people are, are able to overcome or able to have the fortitude 
they don't invest into the community, into the, the the economy, the ecosystem of them places because what we're seeing now, like in a, in, the, in the global market of, of finance, when you offset anything, anybody can become uh, can become economically stable. And I think, you know, for black people for sure, but for majority of the citizens in this country, the main thing is to keep you economically disenfranchised. Because if you can really get up on your paper and really understand and what you need to do of globalization and global economics, you could really come up. So I think in New Orleans, it's, it's, it's a, a purposely done thing to keep that foot on everybody's neck. Because just yeah. like when you hear the most successful people from New Orleans, the things they, they overcame and they triumphed. You know, like it's a lot of ghettos. There's ghettos all over America. We get that straight right there, but it's like in New Orleans, it's a different stigma put on top of those ghettos. It's like you have to go through the already ghetto situations, and then on top of that, you have to just survive. You know what I mean? Like, you're all right. You 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 thrive in the ghetto. Cool. It's a lot of stories, great stories from the East Coast to the West Coast to the North to the South on surviving it. But then in New Orleans, you put a whole nother stigma on top of that. And then you take the whole oppression from from way throughout history, and you throw all that together, you mix it up from the Haitian Revolution on back to the Louisiana Purchase, to Katrina, to to everything, and you just throw all that in a gumbo pot. You say, here y'all go survive all this, and whoever could could fight until the death, that's the one who's gonna be successful, and that's how it feels in New Orleans, you know, and 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 even to this day, it's just like. From what I see and from when I talk to people and from what I visit, it's just really opportunity, man. It's so many people down there. If you're giving the correct, proper opportunity that the American dream is really founded upon, that the people really want it, man, it, it, some amazing things can happen in New Orleans, you know. It's really, when you look at a lot of things, you look at a lot of the sound of the way hip-hop is going now, it's a lot of the elements of what we, the last five years is pretty much elements of our music. So imagine if, if we would put an economic base there, what can come out of it? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Money, I mean, money could really help a lot of situations, just like uh, uh, the bullshit water in Flint, Michigan, and several other cities around the country. Uh, we we can easily base those pipes. You know what I'm saying? Easily. If they can get one point, what is it, one point? Nine trillion dollars, I think it is, for uh, stimulus checks. They can have clean water for children to drink in America. You know, it's, um, about <clears throat> it's just a matter of getting these assholes to do it. You know, man, they ain't gonna do it because ain't no money in it. Just like I was saying with with the market, what we seen with AMC and we saw with um with GameStop. All it took was for for a bunch of guys to get into a situation of group economics and say, we all going to focus our energy and our dollars on this. They made $700 million next thing you know. They threw all kind of tariffs and everything else on them. You know what I'm saying? That was was a great thing. So uh, imagine like-minded cats like me, you, exit everybody, we sitting at a table, but they know they're not going to give us that type of money because they know what we would do, and that's the whole thing about it. Then it turned to a dog. I'm not going to give the murder master music show a time. I already know, man. You know what I'm saying? But I feel you, man, 100%, man. They, uh, But, you know, they, at the same token, they don't understand our visions, you know what I'm saying, and what we could do. 
You know, uh, just imagine the type of empowerment we could have. Let's say if you open up a, a, a music and art center uh, for, in, in New Orleans for the youth. You know, the impact that could have would be astronomical. It's just a matter of getting the funds and getting these assholes to work with people, and they don't want to do it. They just want to line their own pockets. You know what I mean? I know. Um, but I'll tell you what, let's, uh, man, it's a real conversation right here, as always. Let's give them a, um, a track, and then I want to come back. We got uh, Brother Exit, and then, of course, we got Sin in France. I know they want to chop it up with you as well. Man, let's give them this yeah, yeah. one. This is a dope track right here from the ground up. Um, tell them about this banger. Uh, from the ground up, uh, it's produced by uh, by my brother, M.T., and um, it was something I was working on for for a few years, just toying around with the ideas. You know, it's featuring my wife on the hook and myself. And I was just basically what we just was talking about, building from the ground up. You keep them fake motherfuckers from around you. And we trying to build it from the ground up, brick by brick, brick by brick. And that's for every everybody I rock with, the, the, the correct circles I'm around, the correct people I'm around. You know, let's build. You know what I'm saying? So I always tell people, either you hit a build or destroy. If you hit a destroy, get the fuck from around me. If you hit a build, let's go brick by brick, you know? Absolutely, absolutely, man. Couldn't have said that better. We'll be right back with Box a Million. Don't go nowhere. Brick by In the position behind enemy lines Most times trying to find your way is painful Your breakthrough Killing my God in you is what they can't do Focus on the bullseye But seems I ain't perfected my aim no Focus on what you can do Certain it was almost perfect Just keep working, remember your purpose But you know what your worth True is Who bring it back when it's needed Me. That's what you do, babe your daughter too, how you follow through Y'all the reasons I do what I do Make moves for the crew True, who's to show you how to win Do you begin greater? It's greater later, it's all about how you finish I would in a win, thanks for the encouragement You know I got you, love You're my, my best, best friend Oh, sit down Just no black man, I'll be around Oh, sit down Then talking, shine your crown All the odds Work through all our problems Nothing won't slow us down to the end Of time, I'm around Can't let nothing slow us down I'm a king, see the crown With your queen by your side Find a way somehow Forget neglect, could never let the negative be your sedative. The future's too imperative. Control a narrative, build pyramids. You see, they don't let us live. Agendas to get our kids. That's why we build a bed. Investing on where we live. Show them it's ownership. Grow them the love the skin they in. It's sending the win. Fake, we in it to win. From beginning to end. Dead. We in it to win. From the beginning to end. You my best friend. Oh, sit down. No black man, I'll be around. Place 
now. Box a Million, the project, available right now, winning season. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, that that right there, that's dope because you got the family involved. Um, yeah. You know, that's got to make you feel proud to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, that that one there was side by side. My wife was on the um, from the ground up. That's the other one I said. But that one there is side by side. That one there, I had that track for a long time. Hug made that track for me in 2016, and I came up with the concept. It was just having all them children and getting my wife to do the hook at a time, and she finally did it. That was one of the last ones I finished up when she did the when she did it. And as far as my kids, man, I just try to feel them out and see which one of them going to really want to do it. Just getting them really acclimated and getting everything situated for them so they could just ease on into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was looking over your bio, and it, uh, it said that you were uh, into other genres of music as well. Um, yeah. Do you plan on doing, like, any projects? You said uh, I think you were on the alternative rock, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Alternative rock. Yeah, contemporary, like contemporary alternative, like in, in the mid, I, like um, one of the songs I did on an EP uh, with Shank, with uh, Shank Nasty, an underground artist from Virginia. Is I'm, I'm messing with it and I'm great at it, and I'm good at it, and and I've I've done shows with it before. It's just when it I want to perfect it more and get more into it. Once I really could get Box a Million where I want it to be, because as far as Box a Million, it's just now really. Now is with winning season is me really taking all the way full control of my independent career and pushing the hip hop to another level. And then I really want to dig off into alternative rock and world music more. It's just really about me actually going to be trained in vocal vocals and trained more into into in instrumentation. That's really what it is. Naturally, I, I could croon a little, but I want to actually go take lessons and really tap into that hopefully going into the next three or five years or so. That's dope. You know, a lot of people, man, they don't think outside the box. You know, um, that's why I like ZZ Top, because you can't really put those guys in one box. You know what I'm saying? They they (laughs) everything. You know, um, and there's a few few people in hip-hop that are like that, too, like uh, Chuck D for for, for one. You can't just put Mm -hmm. him in the hip-hop category. That guy covers a lot of ground. You know, um, <clears throat> who are some of your er- earlier influences coming up? Early or oh, shit, man. It, it, it ranges, man. You got Michael Jackson, you got Biz Markey, Tupac, Nas, you got Creed, uh, Nine Inch Nails, shit, Scarface, uh, man, Ice Cube, Talib, Most Def. Pharrell Munch, N.W.A., Trick Daddy, man, yeah. I, I, Soldier Slim, Mac, damn near the whole No Limit, damn near the whole Big Boy. Uh, yeah, Big Boy you know, was a, a monster label. Yeah, cash, well, yeah, cash Money, you got Swab House, Rap a Lot. I was all over the place. Uh, uh, shit, that go up and down the East Coast. Cool G Rap, uh, shit. Man, uh, poor righteous teachers, man. I, man, dog, it's 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 so much. And when you listen to my music, you could kind of hear because sometimes yeah. I be all over the place. And you know, I've had some people respect it, and I had some people say, "Man, you need to get an image, or you need to get one sound, and you need to do this." I'm like, man, I do what the music tells me. 
Uh, do yeah, do what the music. You know, what I'm saying, do what you feel. You know, uh, it's always good to get input, but at the same token, you have the ability to to really absorb all kinds of different music. Exit only is the same way. I've told him, you know, he could uh, come right. different on on every other track. You know what I'm saying? Right, you're right. You know, speaking of exit only, here he is. What's up, exit? My brother, Bob. You know I like to catch you off guard. My brother, my brother, my brother. Yeah, my man. I always be working, man. Even when I'm doing something else, we still doing what we do. I mean, that's yes, that's how we keep that thing going. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yeah, Definitely. my brother, Box, man. It's it's an honor, man. It's like, well, you know, we we know each other, you know, you know what we do. But uh, it's an honor, you know what I'm saying, to, to hear you tell your story to the world. Because people need to really understand that this thing runs deep. And we yes, show sir. the evolution of growth and every day we move. Because we are living proof that you can evolve and grow. Because we didn't came yes, from sir. a lot to be where we at. So that's, to me, that's, that's living proof that there's something high above, beyond us, and more control. Because uh, it wasn't just me that made it here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We were talking about that earlier, actually. Um, You know, I mean, in the blink of an eye, things could change. Um, Now, you, uh, Box, you got your name, uh, you know what I'm saying, while you were in prison, man. How how did that uh, transpire? All right. See, it's 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 layer it's layers to the name. Like when I I was youth in football, I was uh, ten years old, and just like my little son Box, he had to get an adult helmet, and I had to get an adult helmet. It was a coach named Emmanuel Bozeman, Coach B. Anybody from Gretna, we love Coach B, because we was little bad kids, but Coach B always saw something in us, and we were some of the most elite football players to be that young. And he gave me a nickname, said Shoebox, because I had a shoebox head, and I had to get an extra large helmet ordered at the beginning of football season when I was 11. So my nickname was Shoebox. And so as as time went on, uh, rest in peace, Damien Peanut Higgins, uh, my, my partner Peanut, he took the shoe off the box and put another X on it when we used to tag stuff because we used to fight a lot, and I, and I was a good fighter. So it went to box. And when I went to prison, my rap name was the Adolescent. And so when I went to prison, but my nickname was everybody called me Box. And it was this guy named Mark that I was locked up with. And he used to say, Box a million? Well, you going to be a millionaire. All you do is rapping. Box a million? All you going to do is be a millionaire when you rapping. So when I got out of prison, everybody, they couldn't call me the Adolescent no more because I went in at 16. I came out as a man, so I wasn't the Adolescent no more. So I say everybody already know me as Box, but then he got Box a million. But you let Slim Dog tell it. Slim Dog said he gave me the million, but I be telling him he didn't. And then it went to Box a million with this little chick. She was bilingual, and I was up in her one day, and she said Box a million and was speaking Spanish. So that's when that stuck. So all this name really comes from like it, it. The origins is like '93, and Box a million. Came about like maybe 2000, 2001. So it was a transition from shoebox to box 
to box a million to box a million, and I just keep it between box a million and box a million. Yeah, many layers to that, man. Many layers. Yeah. It was a process. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. so that's, it was why, a process. that's why, you know, I had conversations, you know, ain't nothing against Cash from Baton Rouge or whatever, the Fox Million guy. And a lot of people yeah. say, oh, you too. And then I had people tried to come in my inbox and tell me shit years ago. And I was like, look, bro, I got nothing against this dude. But I bet you if me and him sat and talked, and, we, and I bet you all of his OGs or wherever he probably heard it from, I was locked up with him. You see what I'm saying? In, in upstate Louisiana, because that's back when Baton Rouge was four up and four down. And that's years and years, the 90s, of OG Baton Rouge niggas. Shout out to all of them that remember me from being locked up. You know what I'm saying? And that's probably where they got it from, because the whole prison yard used to be boxing million, boxing million. We shut the whole prison yard down with talent stores, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was me and another guy and that was the youngest guys in there. We got convicted under the uh, Biden and Clinton law. I was in the news. Yeah. Biden. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh that's what he's uh trying uh, uh to undo now, <laughs> he keeps saying. He's trying to <laughs> he's in a hurry. Yeah, too late, man. Yeah, you're right. Twenty something years I'm worth of uh, I'm unjust incarceration. You put a 16-year-old on a prison dorm doing 24 and 1 for for a year and a half. I'm already I'm already psychologically dead. Done. It's already done. You know what I'm saying? It's already done. Imagine, you know, we all got kids. Imagine your child, 16 years old, walking up and down a dorm with lifers for a year and a half and could only come out the cell to take a shower for one hour. That was my life as a kid. You know what I'm saying? That's some shit. How did you survive, shit. man? How did you not not just physically but mentally? It, it really, you gotta have fortitude, man. And I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna say I'm the super hardest guy in the world, but I was about my own. But I was blessed to be around people who saw something in me. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of them was clowning, joking, laughing with me. Juvenile rap something, you know. So. I was the dude in the, in the cell blocks rapping all the time. And God bless the day, my Uncle KK, he ended up being in there too. He was trying to get the guards to let me stay in hunts. And they was like, no, we can't have him in there with you. You're going to be wilding out. So I survived just being on the dorm with all of these dudes with life. And they was teaching me stuff, more building upon what I already knew as far as intelligence, knowledge itself, and also how to be a better criminal. So by the time I did get shipped, I got shipped. When I went up, when I went to the Quincy, I was I went I met up with my partner Seville. He was the one who I, one of the dudes I caught the charge with. And then I got up there. Everybody knew my dad, knew my uncles, knew my grandpa, knew my brothers, and it was people I was around that didn't see me since I was six, seven years old, five years old when I because I'm really from the night walk. I grew up in Gretna on the West Bank. So when I got in there, they like, man, what you doing in here? I ain't seen you since you was in Deborah Elementary and miss you from what? You know what I'm saying? So I got in there and all them were my brothers. I got in one 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 of the receiving tears, dude got on the phone with my dad. Sure. Yeah, he gave me some shower slippers and a can of cigarettes. He said, That's my nephew right there. And I'm like, I don't even know you, man. You know what I'm saying? And it was just on the screen and he grew up with my dad. You see what I'm saying? I knew my grandpa, my pa knew across the canal. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, Okay, for sure. So 
through it all of me understanding and navigating the streets and also through relationships of me being one of, I got a big family in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? And then also me being able to be a kid entertainer. A kid entertainer can entertain anybody, you know? And I had a couple of little little brushes or whatever, but it wasn't really wasn't nothing. Because a lot of my OGs is that a few things I did get into, like my big big homie Raymond and all of them, used to be like, bicycle hand like you and I, I was flat time. So I had to do all my time straight through. I, it was no such thing as a good time as long as I ain't catching another charge. So when it's time to fight, time to do anything, I was front line, you know? So it was just really doing what you had to do and making it home. That's the main thing is making it home, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and here you are today to talk about it and share it with people, you know, who might be going through something similar right now. You know, uh, <clears throat> shout out to the homie Gangster Crow. He just did, uh, man, he's been locked up since 2011. He gets, uh, he's down there, in, he's in prison in Sao Paulo, Brazil. He gets to come Ooh. home, um, I think it's uh, two weeks every three months for the next seven years. And if he can uh, do good during that, then they'll let him out. So, uh, man. man, he's, uh, you know, it's good to see him, you know, be able to see his parents, his family. He went in yeah. as a kid, too. He was 17. You know, uh, matter of fact, he did a video for us uh, for our first compilation. And then uh, a few weeks later, and that's when he caught the charge and he went away. So, and we're we're fortunate to have him. We're fortunate to have you, man. Both you guys back in the in the free world, so to speak. He's still in there, though. You know, it's fucked yeah. up that he has to wait every three months and just gets a little taste, and then they send him right back. You know, but at yeah. least he gets something. A lot of guys man. don't get nothing. Yeah, man, for real, man. I I, I ain't touched a a, a a jail cell since two thousand four. So I'm blessed, and that's why that's one of the huge. Thank you, man. thank you, man. That's why I'm, that's one that's one of the main reasons why I'm in North Carolina. Like, I I had the opportunity to to go to Houston when right after Katrina. I moved up here for a little before I bought a house, got married, and everything. And I was talking it over with my wife, and I was like, I might go back to Houston, right? And one time, I when I brought her to New Orleans for the first time, um, and when uh. And when we stopped in Houston, you heard me? I ain't going to say the block and where we was. And I was just like, come roll with me. Like, my wife from the hood in Seven City, Virginia, but she not a hood chick, you heard me? So I'm like, let's go pull up in Houston. <laughs> you heard me? We pull up. Well. <laughs> and she said, no, indeed. I ain't. <laughs> she was like, we not moving here. I pulled up on all my partners, and she was like, nah. And New Orleans six hours away. So it was like, nah, this is the best thing for me. Let me stay up here out of out the way. You know what I mean? You know, because that's one thing too about New Orleans and the Gulf Coast period. You sometimes you 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 dip your toe in that Mississippi River, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? You feel all kind of things coming back. You know, something in that water. <laughs> yeah, you got. You know? uh, yeah, man. Well, you know, I mean, it's. It's a situation where uh, it, it was better for you to get out of that environment, man, because, uh, you know, it just sucks you back in, like you said. Um, yeah, man. You know. Yeah, man. That's why I know my triggers, you know. When when you become older and you're able to know your reflection and know the mirror, know 
where you're wrong at, know where you're toxic at, know where you're right at, know where you love at, know where you hate at. You know what I'm saying? When you can understand and pinpoint them triggers as you become older and as you mature and you can point them out and say, okay, that's not for me, that's a great thing. And and that's what I thank God for, for real, for real, all jokes aside, is that I was able to mature enough to start noticing, like, okay, this is my trigger. I can't be around this. This is what makes me feel this way. Yeah. I can't be around. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I've, I'm, I've evolved to that. And that makes me a better man and be a better father, better husband, better friend, better brother. You know what I'm saying? Better uncle, better cousin, et cetera. Just to know that I can look in the mirror and say, okay, I don't like that. This is what I have to do to change it, even if I love it. Like, I'm a New Orleans, New Orleans dude, bro. Like, I love the city. I'm New Orleans up and down. But I know being there for an extended period of time is not good for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it's like that for a lot of us, man. It's like me in the Windy City. I had to get out of there when I was about 16 or 17. I would have ended up in a situation like you. You know, I was doing right. I was doing some hard drugs. You know what I'm saying? I was I was uh, <laughs> experimenting with with things I shouldn't have been. Maybe a little too much. Uh, you know, uh, LSD or, or PCP or whatever the fuck. I didn't care, man. I didn't, I got to the point where I was just like, fuck it. And when you get to that point, man, you're going to die or you're going to go to jail. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. you got to get yeah. out of there. you got to yeah. get out. Yeah. You know, um, I got the, uh, I think I got the right track from the ground up right now. <laughs> We're going to go to that. Then I'm, then I'm gonna, yeah, so guys, you gotta understand, we're not perfect, man, because uh, we have many, many fuck ups. Just listen to the archive. But uh, no, we're no, gonna, we're gonna no. play this song, and we're gonna bring on the homie Sin. Um, you know what I'm saying? I know he's got some questions. I know X is with yeah. us too, so we'll be right back. Tell signs, they tell tough, then they behind. Hit 
rewind. Check their history and never was in them. Could tell them one of the clever still here. Gray hair spilling in. Masculine adrenaline. Only like energy feminine in my women. That's why this rap shit I don't be fitting in. They all caps and live streams. And wonder why the fans be getting them. Old rules, I'm still living them. Wet my old dudes like an emblem. I know you see it. No need to speak it. Never reach it. I keep it decent. Just be cooling. Not too accessible. You can't use me. Stand up credible. Never foolish. Nigga, never stupid. somebody, you're fair game That's to be it. blown away, uh, whatever. 
So you gotta do yeah, it. man, you gotta humble yourself, man. We're like like he said, man, we're just a small thing in this giant universe, man. We're nothing. We're fucking nothing. nothing. We're dust. Yeah, man. Real shit. Real shit. Yeah, we're 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 like uh, what's that cartoon, man? Uh, uh, back in the day, Horton here's a who, man, on this little tiny fucking thing, floating around. <laughs> it's another world, Real shit. you know. Real shit. Um, Real shit. Yeah, man, it's infinite space. That's why I always tell myself it's infinite space, and the sun parts one time and we're all dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One solar flare and we're fucked. You know, but people uh-huh. don't want to. You know, they don't want to come to a, a realization. They're too arrogant. You know what I'm saying? They're stuck in their own existence to think that, hey, man, we're we're really nothing. Like Tyson said, now, that's deep shit, the man. Thing of, well, the thing about what I think, Prez, is that when people they choose to be naive, they choose to be arrogant, and ignorant, because if they really was to pay attention, I don't think they can mentally. Damn. Yes. And I think that's the no. majority of the people in this world, bro. They, they don't want to really get they, they don't want to, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't want to absorb reality. You know what I'm saying? They want to live in their version of reality because the real reality is, is really just too fucking much for some know. people. You know? And that's why I tell um, you, if you, you want to be a pink elephant, go over there and be a pink elephant. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a purple giraffe? Go over there and be a purple giraffe. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm over here in reality. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuck yeah, that. I feel you. I feel you, man. People are just, you know, you got to come up with your own coping mechanisms, man. Um, and I'm way past that uh, that phase of, of uh, I mean, yeah, everybody wants to kick a mumble rapper in the head, but I'm not, you know, I'm not at the yeah. point where I'm just be dogging them dudes anymore, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. going to focus yeah. solely on talented hip-hop artists and music I like. Another shit can just get out of the way. You know, it doesn't even Back. matter. doesn't even Back. matter. You Back. know, um, let's bring on some, uh, uh, you know, say some universal, uh, you know, input here. Let's bring on the homie Sin. I know he's got questions. And I want to bring back yeah. on Exit because I'm sure Exit's want to uh, uh, add to this uh, insightful conversation. Exit, Sin, your brothers there. Guaranteed, my yes, Guaranteed. All right, man. Yeah, I'm there. Hi, hi, hi Scott. Hi, Baxterian. And uh, what's up? What's up? What's hi, Sin on me. What's going on, brother Sin? Salute to you, brother. Yeah. Sin. I'm fine. I'm fine already. Yeah. Uh, Baxamillion, tell us about the the song "Maman to Strike" you did uh, on the Ice Mike New Orleans producer, legendary uh, on the album New Orleans Bomb Squad. Moment to strike. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> the Ice Mike sent it. And and a lot of people don't know we was recording. Uh, me and my me and Mike pretty much got like maybe two albums together just in his vault. You know, he like the New Orleans Dr. Dre. And during that time, yeah. I think that was 13, 14, 15, around them three years, he was just sending me shit. And he sent me that at the moment the strike is now. And he wanted he and he initially wanted me to do a different kind of flow. But the way I went on that bitch. He was like, it was perfect. And then what he was saying on it, too, it meshed well. 
And he was like, yeah, and then he surprised me, and it was the first song on the project. And I was just like, humble thanks to Ice Mike, because after being here from, up here from Katrina and trying to get everything in order, Ice Mike helped me reinvent myself back to New Orleans. So I'm forever, I'm forever loyal to Ice Mike, like forever. You know what I'm saying? If he if he tell me go walk in the desert looking for a glass of water, I'm gonna go out there look for a glass of water. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I smack a legendary a, producer, a, man. Yeah, a real contributor of New Orleans purely. He was from a um, he got the, the, the group West Bank Coalition, and you you from West Bank too. Uh, yeah. And uh, Tim Smith was in peace. Eight was in It was a super group. West Bank Coalition. Can you tell us about West Bank and uh, as it, maybe you knew Tim Smith and Trey by the day? Yeah, I knew Trey Eight. I met Tim Smooth a couple of times, but one time I had a conversation with him. Um, we were we were in Terrytown. I was by uh, one of my partners' house. We was going to the corner store, and it's not too long before he passed. And he was in the corner store. And I was like, bruh, since I was a kid, I've been needing to do something with you, da 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 And he was like, man, you know how to find me, hit me up. We could do something, whatever, whatever, whatever. And he remembered who I was from one time doing a show with him at some point. I don't know. But that, that was respect to me that he remembered me. And as far as Trey, me and Trey, we got a good relationship. Because right, I talked to Trey actually right before he took that trip to New Orleans. I don't know, maybe if it was a week or two. Because he said, I got to go to the city when I come back. You send me some music, I'm going to send you some music, and we'll see what we like, and we'll do some features. Because my, my partner, Seville, that's locked up in Houston right now. He got like 30 years. Seville was over there. He was like, man, ain't no box. And I was like, what's that? You know what I'm saying? Me and Trey got cool. Really, we first started rubbing shoulders with each other when he was hosting just a little spot in Gretna where we do freestyles. And me and him, bro, I wish somebody had a camera. We was going back, and it was epic. We was just going back and forth freestyling against each other. And he, he was like, bro, you really dope. And I had to remind him. I said, you know who I am, right? And I told him who my sister was. I said, I'm her little brother. We all used to come over there, and y'all used to uh, chill with my sister or whatever. It was him and his partners, and they and my sister and her friends, they all used to be by the house when I was a teenager. <clears throat> and I'm I'm from the tree of, 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 of G Slim in a sense. Like, I met oh, G Slim man. once before. As far as full Deuce Crips concerned, as the rest in peace. As far as full Deuce Crips concerned, I ain't really hang with him or nothing like that. But I met him once, and his set put down our set in Gretna when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? So through that, I was already. So when I first met Trey, I was a kid. When he came to the house, and I just kept walking past him with my blue rag hanging way out my damn pocket, just so he could notice. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I first met Trey. And then we ran across each other again. We did the freestyles. And then that's when I told him who I was. He was like, yeah. And then we wind up, whenever we see each other, we lie, we dab each other off. Then eventually, he started dealing with my big homie, <clears throat> um, Kirk from Ricochet Records. So he always was in that studio, and I always was in that studio. And then that's how we really got jam, jam, jam. And I went to keep calling uh, uh, Trey to plump. You know what I'm saying? Once you start calling him that, you fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? And so we was cool. And I always would see him, you know, and rest in peace, cheese. All of us used to be around that little clique, you know what I'm saying, by Kirk and Ricochet and them. So we always, you know what I'm saying, 
recording music, did whatever. So I don't know what happened to a lot of that stuff from back then. I don't know if Katrina took it away, but we did, like, I did a feature on maybe, like, four or five or six songs. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know ever know what happened to him. You know what I'm saying? You know, Lil E used to be around. It was, uh, that was that was Platinum Club days, man. Rhythm City days in New Orleans. People from New Orleans know what I'm talking about from that. Just the West Bank, bro, we was a whole bunch of MCs just fighting for them, fighting for that shine, bro, in New Orleans, bro, because you know how it is. In New Orleans, the East Bank get more shine than the West Bank. So we was just MCs fighting for shine back then, man. And then it just so happened that my era of MCs of New Orleans, East Bank and West Bank, fell victim to Katrina when it was our time. You know what I'm saying? When all us really started getting the recognition, Katrina happened. And majority of us yeah. pivoted and had to had to live regular life. Like Slick Dub is one of them. You know what I'm saying? We all had to start living regular life after that. You know what I'm saying? And it took all these years to to get everything together because you think about it, what it had, we, right after Katrina, MySpace came. We're like, what is MySpace? So we had to pivot from selling CDs to try to figure out MySpace. You know what I'm saying? And after you finally got a handle on MySpace, that went away. And then you had, okay, how do I get on iTunes? How do I do this? Okay, we nobody going to big studios no more. We get our own home studio. Dang, now we got to figure out how to mix it the right way because your home studio don't come equipped with an engineer. All right? mixing this way okay mastering we always knew that caused money so now we got to figure out how to master and then next thing you know it everything soundcloud and facebook and instagram so you know so you man you take me back with that question bro you just made me think about that whole little <laughs> space that whole little space man yeah, you know what i smack started as a carrier of tim's bulls and trade of course yes oh you're uh Honor to him too, and uh, also also you talk about Jesse. It was a real lyricist when I when I think about the the song uh, "Come Down to Population Zero. It was a dope lyricist. Yeah. Man, I you, you come from Yeah, you came from Nine One Two, so maybe you you knew Mr. Ivan uh, uh, by the day. He was over there too. Now I I, I left the Nine Wall when I was. Uh, eight years old as far as living there, no, but my grandmother raised half the night. Well, my grandmother, my mom, my aunts, we had the nursery right down on Robinson Street. So everybody know my family and right around the corner. That's why you hear me say night wall, park boys, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Charles just died from uh, COVID, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to his, his brother B and everybody, the Stalin Park night wall boys on Poland. You know, I'm part of that too. That's my That's my first blood. I grew up around there too. So I know some people from around there from within that nucleus and within me growing up when I was younger, but I rep the Ninth Ward too, but I don't really rep it like that because Gretna, the West Bank, is where I really got my uh, got my stripes for real, for real. Yeah. He's a really talented legend in New Orleans, like a rest in peace for Ren Mays. Also, shout out to, to MCL of Seven Hothead. <laughs> Also. Yeah, yeah. The crazy thing <laughs> about it is my cousin is DJ Doc, my first cousin, who actually from mm-hmm. Poland and ran and all that. And that was Warren May's DJ, DJ Doc. One of the original yes, one of the original DJs from New Orleans. DJ Doc is my first cousin, man. Named after my grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, dope. Wow. That's history. Yeah. 
Yeah, history. My history runs deep within music in New Orleans, though. You know what I'm saying? Just that I was, I just like I said, the Katrina era caught me, and I when I really started budding, bub, bubbling and doing everything in the city, and everybody started really paying attention and noticing me as a solo artist is when all this happened. You know what I'm saying? When Katrina happened. I started changing my life, getting everything together, and all that happened. So this is like that's what the winning season is about. It's basically me saying I'm finally doing what I set out to do 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Finally. It took 20 years for me to say, okay, now I got a full grasp on Box Million as an artist, and this is what I want to give the world. And winning season is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you next is – you know, winning season's out there. You know, we want everybody to go uh, make sure everybody goes and gets it. But what do you have uh, in the works? Oh, man, in the works. Um, this is something I, taught, I told you all about um, last time I was on it. It's an MC project that um, I'm putting together, working little by little, piece by piece. You know, um, I'm producing it along with MT and Gills as far as we executive producing it, putting it together with all the MCs I know. And um, that's my way of doing features with everybody because I, I, I've done a lot of features. Some released, some ain't been released. And people are always hollering at me for features, and I always say, I'm going to return the favor, but I never have a project to return the favor because when I put out projects, majority of the stuff, I, more than 50% of it is on my hard drive already. And then I just adapt to it on whatever the sonics is at the time. So I'm putting together that project. It's called Box Equal MC Squared. I hope I'm trying to drop that on my 40th birthday in December. Hopefully it work out. But you already know we got something really in the cauldron right now, like something that we, yeah, 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 absolutely. That full horseman project, you know what I'm saying? We piecing that together as we speak. You know that's me, Lord Nexus and Slick Dub. And to be honest, you already know who planted that seed, right, Fred? I have a pretty good idea. Um, <laughs> got to be Brother X and Box, man. It's got to be. No, it's, you. It's gotta be, no, be it was you. You planted that seed. It was you. You planted that seed. After Ryan. I had, no idea was, I had no idea I did such a thing. <laughs> but now, yeah, now sure I feel uh, very honored. Because <laughs> yeah. that's a hell of a lineup, man. Doing that Rhyme Animal interview, you was like, what would happen if all of y'all actually worked on a project together? Uh, and I yeah. think right after that, Dub said, hey, if, if it's in demand, we're going to do it for a horse. And, yep. and we, we roll, roll with man. it. We roll with That's it. Beautiful. And, and, That's beautiful. Man, man, man. You, all you want uh, has been a text message is trying. That's all you need to know. There's a lot of text well, messages. Right. It's, it's only right. Yeah, it's time. It's time. I think a lot of people going to be, you know, looking for it, like listening for it, looking for it, because they know we substance and content and bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in a time, In a time where, even not even speaking on a mainstream like that, but in a time where you see all the Grammy, you know, all the Grammy nominations are super MC. Yeah. It's a time so that's what, back, man. But that's man, letting you know that people I think people been inside looking at the walls too long. They like, man, I don't wanna hear this shit no more. 
Real shit. Yeah. Like, bro, put on something that means something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why not? A pandemic yeah. bring the full horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> the other music is good when you're around people. But if you're sitting off to yourself in a zone of thinking, you want something that will help you think. Exactly. So it's time for it. Yeah, it's time, it's time. for it. Literally, it's it's our time. Yeah. Yeah. We we about to let the world know what's happening with it too. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Oh yeah. Now I got oh, a definitely. quick question for you, Box, before we get off. Uh, it? And it's gonna be real quick because it's something I want to know, and it's a perfect place to ask. How did mm. you mold your style? You have one of the most unorthodox style. We done did joints together, and it's been such an honor because it's like. Far with somebody that's excellent on the speed bag. I mean, you, you you so quick with your words. Where did that come from? It really come from. I always was a writer. I always read, and what it was was ever since Biz Markie was the first. That's what made me fall in love with hip hop. Was picking bullets. So I watched. I watched. And I watched, and I said, how can I do it like that? How can I do it like that? How can I do it like that? But yet, back then, late 80s, early 90s, you couldn't bite nobody's style. So I said, I like how Buster Rhymes do it. I like how Mystical do it. I like how Tupac do it. I like how Scarface do it. I like how Nas do it. I like how AZ do it. I like how Meth do it. You know what I'm saying? I like how RZA do it. Not like how cool G rap do it. And that's how I was as a kid before I even rapped. I was rapping before I rapped for people. So I just sat with all of them and said, okay, I want to do it. And then I understood your voice was an instrument. So the thing with me is, is I go looking for what's missing out of beat. Because when I make a beat, sometimes I put too much stuff in it. So I go and I look for a beat and say, what will my voice do in this beat? Or what, what melody or what cadence or what rhyming pattern would it do? And that's when I do it. And then sometimes when I go tell somebody and say, I'm the second hi-hat, and then they go listen to it, and they're like, holy shit. And I'm like, I'm no drum roll. And they go like, holy shit, I'm the 808 that didn't go through. Or you know what I'm saying? I'm the muffled. And then when I tell people that on certain songs, they're like, what the fuck wrong with you? Like, how you even thought of that? And I'm like, that's, I've been doing that since I was seven or eight. And that's why I always encourage the young kids when I know they rap or when I know they write when they're eight, seven, nine years old, I say study everybody, understand it, learn it, and create yourself. So by the time you're in your 30s and 40s, people know they can't really get down with you, or if they get down with you, we got to go hard. We're going to be sweating in this bitch. We're going to go ball for ball. That's like me and you, Exit. We're going to go. We're going to go. Exit, you ready? Let's go. We're going to go. You know what I'm oh, saying? Guaranteed. Like next is that's how I be. That's how I be with next. We gonna go, and that's how I be with few a few niggas. You see, you hear me on the track, and you see, and you hear the best come out of me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I like to get on the track where everybody's gonna make the best come out of me, cause I can make uh put together a song for the radio or put together a song that's just gonna be easy on the ears, cause majority of winning season is easy on the ears. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know I, I can right do now. that, but. I want to get on a on a song where it's be like you listen to this shit in five years and you like you heard what he said, you heard how he said it, and that's that's really yeah. what do it for me, brother. That's what really do it for me is I want to be 
when you can re 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 reinvent or, or reinvent the wheel in a sense. Or you come back and you go back and listen like a Daddy Kane, Big Daddy Kane verse. You can go back and listen to a lot of Big Daddy Kane verses, bro, and be like, this nigga created the whole '90s flow. Yeah. Created. He yeah. Created. He created. He literally played a grand influence in me doing it. Like literally, that yeah, that was my idol. I'm, so I can't can't even deny that. So you you write, but you break boundaries. It's like we write within brackets. You take them brackets in. It's like you push them walls so far apart. Well, we'll put seven words in a bracket. You'll put seventeen. I know, but that's that Farrell Munch shit. That's that's what I grew up watching Farrell Munch. Yeah, that's watching Farrell Munch. Me watching Farrell Munch do it. But the thing is, actually, we from the south, so we deliver yeah. shit differently. So it's it's dope if you can deliver it like you from the east coast, west coast, and the south in one verse. Exactly. And that's what I I learned all of them. Neither of you can be placed in a box. It's like um, what AK Duradai told me one time. He's like, uh, when when he's rapping to a beat, he's like, you got to become part of the beat, and you got to be able oh, yeah, to ride yeah. the beat. You know what I'm saying? And go where it goes. And you know, coming from a guy that that doesn't know uh, what rhythm is, <laughs> you know, but that's that's what AK <laughs> explained to me. Uh, yeah, so you got yeah, you got to yeah, shout out to AK. Yeah, them you guys. Well, oh, well, yeah, yeah, you know what it is, man. I appreciate what you guys do, man, because it's it's very complicated. People think it's easy. Oh man, I'm just gonna get a beat and rhyme. It's not that easy, you know. Um, especially you know guys like yourself who go real complex with it. Um. <laughs> We make it complicated. Uh, <laughs> we challenge ourselves every time we touch that pen. It's like, I got to outdo the next. I got to outdo the last. We we transcend yeah. time. And that's the thing what everybody got to understand. That's what I try to tell rappers. And you know, I understand it's a hustle. I understand you want to shine. I understand you want to stun. I understand you want the bitches. Whatever. But can you transcend time? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Will your music be... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Will your music be oh, valuable? Twenty five years from now. Twenty five years from now, yeah. man, I upload like I uploaded all a lot of my old music on my website. And every now and then I get a DM or I get a comment kind of like, bro, when you did that, I did that when I was eighteen, nineteen, well nineteen, twenty. They like, What? I'm just now catching on to what you said just now and that make me smile. You know what I'm saying? Years years and years ago when Instagram first started. I put something up there, and this is what everybody used to like, everybody picture and, and comment, and it wasn't really about whatever, bro. And fucking cool hurt like my shit and said dope. That was a fucking Grammy to me, man. Wow. I still got that shit saved in my phone. That's, no, that's going back. Nigga, cool that's hurt. Grammy that's the beginning. Man, if he told me that's dope, I won. I won. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. That's a godfather. It's like Bill Russell saying, you got a great jump shot. <laughs> you know, I mean, but, yeah. Right, man, I, tra- I traded words with fucking Keith Murray. And Keith Murray, was when he was down here doing a lot of shows, ran into one of my videographers, and we said we was going to do something that just never happened. And Keith Murray was liking my post, and he had overdue. And he and he liked it. And Keith Murray said, you don't. Nigga, what beautifulest thing in the world? Come on, man. And that's, that's, that's it. Now I'm jumping up right now. That's what I love. And that's the era, and yeah. that's hip hop to me. 
You know what I'm saying? And I just try to, when I run across the youngsters now, I, I, I did that for years, but now I'm kind of reserved with it now. I hold my energy. But when I see the certain ones, I just say something in their ear. Like, not to get long-winded or nothing, but it was this, it was this youngster doing a show up here for CIAA one year, and we was doing something that Chuck T, shout out Chuck T, DJ Chuck T from up here in North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? He was doing something, and I went I went there, and I was doing a show, and everybody rapping, and this nigga was rapping pain and real street shit, and I felt him, and I could see. I don't even know who this little dude was. I don't even know who his name is. Not. I hope he good, but I grabbed him, and I said, don't do that. He said, what? I said, you really talking about some shit, and you really about that shit. Don't do it. He just looked at me. I said, bro, you got talent to become next level. Focus on your rhymes. Go get a job at McDonald's if you got to. And he looked at me stupid. And I said, I'm serious. And hopefully that little dude took it. And hopefully he'll hear this and he took what I said. But that's what I do now. You understand? When I'm like, he got skills and I feel what he's saying. It's real. Some of these niggas yeah. be rapping, no knock to them. And I know they're they full of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you full yeah. of shit. But he rapped and I felt it in my soul. So I had to tap him and say, you talented. And what you're saying is real. Put it in a verse. Go work at McDonald's. Write your frustration by working at McDonald's on that paper. You know what I mean? And that's what it's about, bro. That's what it's about. Bro. I love hip hop. I love these conversations. I wish you could do them forever. Yeah, yeah, that's real, bro. That's real, man. Absolutely. That's real. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. And uh, everybody, please go to uh, boxamillion dot com. Box with two X's. Check out your website. Um. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you got uh, merch and stuff and links up there. And uh, But I want to give you the floor, brother, before we get out of here. We do have one more track called uh, So Many Losses. want to make sure we get to that. But uh, before I do, I want to give you the floor. It's all yours, Box. Well, what's up? It's Box a Million, Box a Million on the Dawn, Connors Landry, whatever you want to call me. Make sure you go to boxamillion.com. That's B-O-X-X-A-M-I-L-L-I-O-N.com. Winning season is streaming everywhere. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. That's Box a Million, two X's with no Lexus next door to Texas, Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Four Horsemen, you already know. That's coming soon. Me, Exit Only, Slick Double, Lord Nexus, a.k.a. Damian Neville. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ice Mike. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my little cousins, Troop, my little cousins, Jay Geechee, my little brothers, Double Paradise. Shout out, you know, everybody that I deal with. I could go name and for names and names and names. Also, the other direct family that I'm direct connected to, Division One. Mia Ariana just dropped her single. Much props to her. Rico Love, the whole Division One. Sleep was out. You know what I'm saying? Look, bro, all I'm doing is saying this, bro. Support everything we're doing because we're not stopping. Underground All-Star Publishing 2. All this y'all tap in with them and get the true game and get the true understanding and overstanding of ownership. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to everybody. Prez, Murder Master Music Show, this La Familia. You understand me? Boxamillion.com. Everybody who lost anything, it's time to win. You understand? The gates are open. Let's get it. Peace. That's what I'm talking about, man. Hey, thank you so much. Always an honor. Uh, man, let's give them this uh, track. Uh, so many losses, man. Why don't you break this one down? All right, so many losses. Um, this track was made by my actual, by my little cousin, D.P. the Monster in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? 
Love you, boy. You know what I'm saying? You 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 move through them trenches and you still keep your head on the swivel and your head up. You made the track and so many losses was he sent me that track and that's what spoke to me. You know what I'm saying? And I just spoke on all the losses I've been through in life. I had to actually shrink the actual song down just to make it fit. But I tried to give it to scrap trio and tried to give it to updated the updated sound and the updated sonics and I spoke on my losses and saying that it's time to win. You know what I'm saying? I lost so much, I should be winning, but every opportunity passed me up, but I'm still going no matter what, and I'm chasing this win. And until you get put in the grave, man, you chase that win, bro, because it might come early, it might come late, but it'll come. Just don't give up. So many losses. Definitely, definitely, man. Thanks a lot, Box Million, Exit Only, Lord Sinister. Uh, man, we're out of here, man. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. UJSForLife.com. Man, 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 man. Life is short, 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 short. And in this short life, 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 you don't get, don't get, don't get too many chances, too many opportunities. I've had so many chances, so many opportunities, but nothing ever lined up right. I just like to thank God I'm still here to give it one more push. We should be falling now. Took so many losses, so tired of falling. We should be flossing now. Took so many losses, so tired of falling. We should be balling now. Took so many losses, so tired of falling. We should be flossing now. Took so many losses, so tired of from nothing. Everybody focused on what he wasn't. I know when Lord Robinson would have found a destruction, but no excuse and I'm making something out of them kids. Shit. How the repercussions of my brother's death. Day before he got a call from an exec for his rest. How the trap caught me early on. So my songs mostly hurt in the walls of prison halls and overall extreme team was a dream that the Gretna boys envisioned. But me and Slim Dog couldn't finish the mission. Holloway took young me by CeeLo's beats with info blitz like damn this ghetto commission. No limit. Mama ain't cancer remission. Drink had answers but the divisions of chickens ain't get a chance to clean it with millions. Lord. Lost it all when Katrina water rose. Nowhere to go. Banks closed. Took every seed my grandfather sold. Long road of separation. Desperation. Hesitating to hit the highway. Week later got a call from Rico Love with a place to stay and a spot on his roster. But how can I tell my liquors? I just kicked an addiction to drugs. Plus I knew a lot of niggas from the city and the A that was wildin'. Couldn't relapse and make we my problems. We should be falling now. Took so many losses. So tired of falling. We should be flossing now. Called to my name in a foreign lane. Guess it's time to be a grown man. Gotta make that change. Got a chick wanna change her last name. My new lane's all legal. Study the biz of this rap game. Do this and include all my people. Made it look easy to do, but the stress be so high. Constantly denying myself because you can't spell loyalty when I split that pie. That's how I was raised. Saw the divide coming, but still stayed. Stopped trying to get on the same page. Knew them days was counted. Walked away and even turned down other money. The amount of attention I was getting, the best move was for everybody to back box. Some got complacencies, possibly others secretly hated me. 
made me realize a lot. My accounts was drowning, mortgage, wife, kids, bills. Ran through a few commas, just trying to live. God crippled me like Israel. All while her got sick, my mama dying and I'm denying it. Yet still trying to give me. But see, envying so many like they don't see what I see. Everybody just like giving me hindsight 2020. What a year to encounter. Everything come full circle, now I appreciate it. What's being accomplished? To so many losses, so tired of falling. We should be flossing now. I just want to say I appreciate everybody that's around me, everybody I rock with. When I shine, we all shout. Let the commencement begin. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.